This is Democracy or Else, where we're bringing you amazing progressive candidates in down-ballot races, activists, and community leaders from around the country. I'm Crooked Media's Shaniqua McClendon. Today, I talk with Charles Booker, who is running for the U.S. Senate in the state of Kentucky. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor. We're just going to hop right in. First question for you is to just tell us a bit more about yourself so we can learn about who you are, but also what position you're running for. I'm a former state representative for the 43rd District in Kentucky, which uh, is essentially in Louisville. It covers a lot of the West End, which is Mm -hmm. uh, majority black and brown communities, uh, Louisville being one of the more segregated cities in the country. And uh, after working in every level of government, doing my best to cause good trouble, I am stepping up now to bring change to Washington um, and to get rid of a very ridiculous politician. Uh, that's an understatement. Uh, in Rand Paul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am I am a lifelong Kentuckian. My family goes back several generations here. And um, I even mentioned um, in one of the um, earlier videos in the campaign that some of my ancestors were enslaved in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Some of them were lynched in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And so to be the first Black Kentuckian, to be a major party nominee uh, for U.S. Senate, and to be on the verge of going to Washington as the first Black Kentuckian to ever do so yeah. um, is an inspiring privilege. And I'm excited to be a part of this journey. Yeah. Of course, this country has a sad history, but it's still amazing to see what you represent in coming from your ancestors to this point. Could you tell us a bit about what inspired your public service generally? Well, um, I stumbled into politics. I, I'm from the hood, as I, you know, often talk about my background, and uh, we saw a lot of struggles. My parents, both of my parents, dropped out of high school actually, and I didn't realize it then. But we lived in poverty. You know, both my parents are ministers. Um, I had a lot of love, a lot of faith around me. I understood hard work, but we didn't have any money. And you know, as a type one diabetic, there were times I had to ration my insulin. We couldn't afford it, and I nearly died twice from that, uh, from something called diabetic ketoacidosis. And so mm-hmm. my lived experiences and, and seeing younger cousins murdered year after year, every year since 2016, I've lost a younger cousin who was shot and killed. And it really just led me to want to do whatever I could to change things. And so going to law school to be an advocate, I started to realize well, it's not just about arguing the laws. It's about making them. Yeah. So I started meddling in government and bugging <laughs> everybody. And ultimately, I decided to run. And when I won my election to the state house, going into really an area that was dominated by the narrative of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. we had a mini Donald Trump at our, as our governor at the time. Our Republicans had a majority in both chambers. It really put me in a position where I had to lean into my understanding of community and relationship building, um, but also stand in my integrity to get things done. And I was able to pass legislation um, helping to uh, lower the cost for those who need life-saving medicine like insulin. Um, I passed legislation with a hardcore Trump supporter to make insulin more affordable and accessible um, and work to address cash bail. Um, I did a lot of work around restoring the right to vote Uh, I led the legislation to restore voting rights. And although the bill didn't pass, we got so much statewide support. Governor Bashir, our Democratic governor, did an executive order on that bill. And we've restored voting rights for nearly 200,000 Kentuckians. And so I want to take that fighting spirit to Washington to make democracy real, to do the work of ending poverty and to make sure that Kentucky 
is not forgotten about and left behind. So you've touched on some of the personal aspects of, of why you're running for office, but what are some other issues in your community that you're hoping to address? Well, one issue that is really uh, critical and is personal for me, although I am definitely an ally more so in, in this fight, is for reproductive justice. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Kentucky is one of those places, like many across the country, where um, abortion has been turned into a wedge that really dismisses the lives and agency of women and those who become pregnant and is simply just trying to drive us apart um, and weaponize a lot of hate and division. And there is a a measure on the ballot this year to amend the Constitution to essentially ban all abortion, remove all protections for this medically necessary treatment. And I have three young girls. And as a father, I'm thinking about the future for them um, because these inhumane, barbaric um, pieces of legislation that ban all access to this this type of health care, this uh, form of health care, it blocks treatment even when young girls are raped, which we've had instances here in Kentucky where young girls were raped or a victim of incest and were nearly killed or suffered severe trauma from going through a pregnancy. And Rand Paul is essentially saying their lives don't matter. And so Mm -hmm. that is a big issue in this election cycle. And we're seeing folks who voted for Trump, people who've never voted before, people all over the political spectrum organizing with us to defeat that amendment and make sure that I go to Washington to codify the rights and agency of women and those who become pregnant. Yeah, um, you kind of touched on my my next question. Why should people outside of Kentucky care about your race? Um, obviously, Roe is one of those reasons, but are there some other reasons that people should be paying attention and making sure that you get elected to Congress? This race in Kentucky is not just for us. This race is really critical for the country. Uh, we are fighting as a country to protect our pursuit of democracy. It is hanging on by a thread, and I, I, that thread is unraveling as we speak. And people like Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell are doing everything they can to feverishly snap that thread. By us raising the standard in a race like this, in a moment like this, it reminds me of what Georgia did against Mm -hmm. the odds in the last cycle, bringing folks together from the hood to the holler, from all backgrounds. This is the type of race that will help protect our pursuit of democracy for the future. But beyond that, if we don't take this stand and Mitch McConnell becomes the majority leader Rand Paul is going to be uh, the chair of the Health, Education, Labor and Pension Committee. And they're already doing everything they can to take health care away, to block benefits from our family and loved ones who need it, to make sure that we don't have security for the future. Rand Paul wants to cut Social Security and get rid of it. So our very future is at stake. Every single one of us across this country, we expand the majority. We get a clown like Rand Paul out of office. We can do a lot of good for the United States in our future. And we have to do it. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I live in Washington, D.C. right now, but I lived in California and, and Massachusetts. And I think so often people living in those states sometimes think that they are siloed from all of the decisions that come from the decisions that voters are making in states like Kentucky. But really important to remember we're all connected. And so now we're going to shift over to some uh, rapid response questions. Okay. First question. What is your most controversial non-political opinion? Okay, you're not expecting this one, but um, <laughs> I, I prefer 
ketchup on my eggs, oh. and sugar on grits. <laughs> Look, those, those can be controversial now. I know. I was about to say, that's going to make some people have some feelings. But next question. What's your favorite free or low-budget recreational activity to do in your area? Um, I, I love to play basketball. Uh, I was... I still got the jumper. Uh, the speed is not the way it used to be. <laughs> um, and, and I love music. Um, you'll hear me, you know, singing or, or rapping on, mm-hmm. on the campaign trail. We'll put out videos every once in a while. But I come from a family of singers and, and musicians, so I love good music. Okay. Um, next question. What is a topic or activity that you could make a YouTube or video tutorial about? Voting rights. Okay. Legalizing cannabis. But then also how to step into spaces as someone who doesn't have money, who comes from the struggle and really build yourself as a leader. Um, mm-hmm. I, my entire career has really been improbable. Um, I've bogarted my way into a lot of rooms where they're like, why is there a young black guy in this room? <laughs> uh, so I'm doing my part to help shine the light so others can kick the door in too. Yeah. Are you... Um reading anything right now or watching any television or films? I imagine you're busy, but if so, what are they? I am actually, I've watched this more times uh, than um, I probably should because I am campaigning, but (laughs) there's a documentary. uh, Actually, it's about my previous run and the work Uh I've been doing across Kentucky. It's called From the Hood to the Holler. It's streaming now. So it's just now out on uh, Prime, iTunes, Google Play. Um, And then I've also written a book that oh. is called From the Hood to the Holler. Okay. So I've actually been reading and taking in my own story. Yeah. Which um, is really powerful to get inspired by your testimony. Just check it out. There you go. Yes. It sounds like people can can stream it in a lot of places that you just listed. But no, that's, I think people live their lives, but being able to actually reflect on it in that way is is nice. Um, well, thank you for doing that for us. We hope that like lets people know a little bit more about you. And we just have two um, last questions. What is one question you wish reporters would actually ask you? So the, the question that I wish reporters didn't ask, and uh-huh. I thank you for not asking, <laughs> is... How can a black person win in Kentucky? Mm. I am running this race to make sure that my daughters don't have to answer that type of question. Mm-hmm. Kentucky and a lot of places like Kentucky across the country um, have really been written off. Um, yeah. We get put in a box and defined and and it limits our ability to you know defy the odds or limits our ability to come together. And there's so much division that we have to see each other's humanity. Yeah. And we're doing that in this yeah. campaign. So, yeah, black man from the hood can be a United States senator for a state that's 90% white because our issues have so much in common. Mm-hmm. And leadership is, is important and people know the value of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that people are asking you that question. I feel like anyone who's taking the initiative to actually run for office, which is very hard, should not you know, be, be met with that. Um, okay. Last question is totally to help you out. How can people get involved in your campaign and where can they donate? So you can go to charlesbooker.org to sign up to volunteer. Uh, this campaign is going to be one on the ground. We have over 30,000 volunteers, folks all over the country helping out, go there to sign up for a shift. You can donate. Uh, we need to raise as much as we can because we're not funded by big money. And, um, the Democratic Party nationally um, is not really looking to invest in Kentucky. So your help is critical. Um, and you can follow me at Booker, the number four, K-Y, 
Uh, see me clown Rand Paul dance video here or there, but really speaking the truth for Kentucky and help us make history on November 8th. Awesome. Um, and just one other plug that's for, I guess, both Crooked and you. You appeared on an episode of Dan Pfeiffer's Political Experts React, just reacting to your ad uh, and some others. So if folks want to check that out as well. But thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it and, and good luck with your race. Thank you. It's an honor. Democracy or Else is a Crooked Media interview series. I'm your host and executive producer, Shaniqua McClendon. Series hosts are Sarah Garcia, Amelia Montooth, and Ari Schwartz, and they produce along with E.J. Baker, Leo Duran, and Julia Gunther. Joseph Dutra and Leo Duran are editors. Digital direction from Matt DeGroote and social support from Danita Ramesh. Rebecca Rotenberg is our production assistant. If you want to get involved in the 2022 midterm elections, head over to votesaveamerica.com.